0: Thanks for waking up with WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Good morning, yet again, and thank you so much for joining us here on News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunrise. I'm Chris Elio filling in for the great Mark Lawrence, who is having some well-deserved time off. He's been off all week. He will be back with us next week. Uh, I have Rob Center on the other side of the glass, keeping me in line and uh, doing it. Uh, nicely. He's doing it nicely. He's being very kind and I appreciate that. On the line with us right now every, as every Friday is the great movie Mike McGranahan. I know that I go for him all, go to him all the time with anything that I need when it comes to uh, entertainment, movies and whatnot. I follow him on Twitter at I'll Seat. He's also a professional movie critic for those of you who don't know. Um, there's a lot of people who think they're critics but they're really not. Um, he does... Uh, uh, he's a women in cinema advocate. He's an author. I mean, he does everything. He's he's just tremendous. Movie Mike, what's happening?
1: Hey, it's good to talk to you again, Chris. Uh, How are you?
0: It's good to talk to you, man. It's been uh, it's been a little bit.
1: It has. Yeah, we've talked a few times online, but haven't actually spoken using our voices for a little bit because you know this whole quarantine thing that we're all under.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. It's it's hard. We can't even like you know we can't even like catch you on a early Friday morning at the theaters these days, huh?
1: No I've pretty much been home since march it's it's weird um not going anywhere and and not having theaters open, but staying busy despite all of this so uh, and everybody's feeling well, so I guess I can't complain too much
0: no yeah there there certainly could be worse scenarios in life right Yes, so what do we got going on this week what's 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 happening in movies right now
1: okay well, there's a couple really interesting movies coming out today now, of course. Drive-in theaters are open, and some horror movies have been successfully playing drive-ins. And there are a few scattered indoor theaters around the country. Uh, but there's a movie opening in, a, in select theaters and on demand, so that you can rent it from your own home. Called "The Rental." Now, do you know Dave Franco, the actor who was in "Neighbors" and now you see me? Yes. Well, he makes. He, yeah, he's a good actor. He makes his directorial debut with this film. And it's about this couple, played by Dan Stevens and Alison Brie, who rent a weekend home uh, near the beach with two friends. And I'm not going to spoil anything here, but they get to the house and they realize that there is something very, very wrong here and that the guy who rented it to them might have sinister intentions. And then the movie goes from there. And what's great about it is the tension just continually ramps up the whole movie as you learn more and more about what's happening and why it's happening. And uh, the performances are great. It's a very character centered story. And uh, it's called The Rental. So if you're looking for a good thriller to get in your own home, you can use whatever on demand service you use to rent that today.
0: You can rent the rental.
1: You can rent the rental, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's funny. And uh, isn't it uh, like drive through? Drive through. Listen to me. Drive in movie theaters. Isn't that kind of like a big horror thing to begin with?
1: Yeah, horror movies always play better, I think, at drive-ins. Uh, simply because a lot of times they're lower budget. You get the atmosphere of being outside in the dark, and usually there's trees surrounding uh, the edges of a drive-in theater, so you get that sort of woodsy feel. Yeah, they're they're a natural, and they've successfully played in drive-ins. You know, going back to the 50s and the 60s with stuff like Herschel Gordon Lewis's movies, like Blood Feast, that he made specifically for drive-ins. So yeah, horror and drive-ins go together like peanut butter and jelly.
0: Right. So they should, do, they should be doing well this summer, hopefully.
1: They are. They're having a boom in business because uh, the majority of, of indoor theaters are closed, so uh, people are going to the drive-ins when they want to see movies, and I think it's exciting. I hope that it helps them to stay around.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I enjoy the, uh, the nostalgia of going to a drive-in movie theater.
1: Absolutely. My only problem with them is that now that I have two kids, I can't stay awake past 10 o'clock.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's definitely a challenge. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, I used to be able to go and sit through a double feature, and now I'm I'm asleep by 10.01.
0: Right, I remember I saw Empire Strikes Back and Firefox. Wow. Yeah, Clint Eastwood in in like a fire, yeah, in like a jet or something, I don't know. We were chatting yeah
1: I remember that movie
0: yeah we were chatting with movie Mike McGranahan he's uh, he's an actual professional movie critic not like the rest of you keyboard warriors uh, on uh, Twitter uh, I follow him at Seed on Twitter and he's always got interesting stuff there um, I don't want to tra- I-, I don't know what else you have to review and we'll get to that in a moment but I have a question for you that's actually on my mind we were talking about uh, movie you know uh, drive-in movie theaters and you know mm-hmm. scattered movie theaters what's gonna happen with like really big budget movies like like, like it's almost like the Black Widow movie for example, the Marvel movie it kind of like disappeared, like it was supposed to be out by now, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was supposed to come out the first weekend in May and uh, due to the coronavirus, Disney rescheduled it it's now tentatively scheduled to come out at Thanksgiving, but depending on how things go, it could get bumped again because obviously the whole summer movie season has been in a constant state of flux
0: So do you think they'll eventually just go whatever and release it online? Like, do you think that's something? Like, because there's no way of telling when we're going to be able to be in theaters again. Like, there's really just Mm -hmm. no way. Yeah, I I think you're going to see two
1: things happening. When it comes to the big movies like Christopher Nolan's Tenet or... um, black widow from marvel i think that they will wait until theaters reopen because these are very expensive movies to produce and the studios rely on them being able to open globally in theaters to even have a shot of making their money back so putting those movies on demand would just be automatic money losers for them, and they're not going to do that. what you are going to see is some of these smaller budgeted movies go straight to on demand like for example, it was announced the other day that Bill and Ted Three is going to play in whatever theaters are open but also be available on demand at the same time that movie didn't cost two hundred million dollars to make, so it's a little bit of a safer budget so I think that's what you're going to see happen some of the the uh, you know B movies, so to speak, uh, will be released that way. The big A pictures will wait until theaters reopen, however long that takes.
0: Which just looks fantastic, by the way, the new Bill and Ted.
1: (laughs) I haven't watched the trailer yet because I'm afraid it'll give away too many jokes. But yeah, I love the first two, so I'm really excited for that one.
0: It looks really fantastic. So uh, speaking of nostalgic things that make me giggle a little bit, I hear Vanilla Ice has a movie in, uh, in production. What's up with that?
1: Yeah, we were talking about Dave Franco a minute ago directing The Rental. He also this week signed on to play Vanilla Ice in a biopic about Vanilla Ice's early career and his rise to stardom. Uh, Do we need
0: a biopic about Vanilla Ice?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess anybody can have one these (laughs) days. But uh, my hope is that if they're going to make one about him, that it's not a serious biopic. I hope it's one of those like, like Tim Burton's Ed Wood movie or something where it's got a little bit of a humorous, Self aware twist to it. <laughs> it
0: should, should be like the Connor B. Real story.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Or Connor Four Real. Which I forget what it is. It's movie name. for people who have not seen Popstar. That's
0: <laughs> Popstar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that, that's what it should be because that's, that's what I keep yep. thinking of whenever I hear of a, a vanilla ice biopic. That's crazy.
1: I, I, if it doesn't have uh, him doing the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles rap, it's automatically zero stars for me. <laughs> If that's not in there, forget it. Thumbs down. That's
0: fantastic. That's just, that's wonderful. And if we don't finally get the truth that he purposely stole the under pressure uh, riff. Yes.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. And his lame excuse that there was a slight imperceptible difference between his version and theirs.
0: (laughs) That's wonderful. That makes me want to see this movie so bad. That and the Fred Durst directorial debut that happened, like, what, last year?
1: Oh, yeah, the one with John Travolta? Yeah. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> that was so But, but you know, it, when it, I like... Sometimes to watch bad movies. There are some movies that are bad, but they're bad in an interesting way. And Vanilla Ice's movie, Cool as Ice, is one of those for me. Absolutely, I've seen it a couple times, and it—I will never say it's a good movie, but it's so bad in a very interesting and engaging kind of way. So, uh, the bar I think is set pretty high there. It's got to be better than Cool as Ice.
0: Yeah, definitely, it definitely has to be. And then finally, um, on my notes here, I see that uh, you had mentioned it briefly, but if you want to go into greater detail, Tenant was. delayed again?
1: Yeah, Tenet was supposed to open uh, later this month and because of the coronavirus, Warner Brothers has just pulled it from the schedule and they have not set a new date. What this has done is it's set in a ripple effect. Last night, Disney bumped Mulan again to an indeterminate date and the theater chains like AMC, they were supposed to open July 30th. They've now announced that they're going to push their opening back so uh, we won't be able to set foot into our local theater until at least the end of August. So Jeez. everything is sort of a domino effect here uh, because of Tenet.
0: Wow. Well, that's uh, that's unfortunate, but, you know, safety first, right?
1: Safety first. Uh, nobody wants to get into a theater more than me, but I want everybody to be able to go back safely and enjoy themselves.
0: Movie Mike McGranahan, everybody. Thank you so much for your time. Always check him out at I'll Seat on Twitter. He's always got something interesting out there. Good talking to you, man. Good talking to you, man. Have a good one, and stay safe. You too.